It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Podcast presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. Elliot Short Parks, James Seltzer with you. And yet again, it's a beautiful day in Philadelphia. Well, oh, yeah, I day. but a beautiful day when we get to talk about Eagles practice right now. But yeah, a little smoky out there. So they were in the bubble yeah. today. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a, a bittersweet day. I would call it yeah. today because well said. Well said. it was very fun to be able to go watch practice. As you know, practice is my favorite. Watching it is my happy place. It's my favorite yep. part of the job, but it's also the last day. Today is the last time we will see this team up until training camp end of July. So they're going to have six weeks off. Sirianni took some time during practice today to kind of mm-hmm. huddle the team up and give them his off season message of, you know, he talked about it in his press conference too, but stay in shape, come back in the best shape of your life, those type of things. So it was exciting to watch him practice, but I mean, now I got six weeks of basically nothing to do but convince you Christian Ellis is going to take N'Kobe Dean's job. So oh, stop! Got to, uh, no! Got to, got to, you know, a lot of that. No, there will not be. I will not allow it. I will fight you to the death on it. Uh, Christian um, Ellis is having a good camp. Or tra- uh, seven OTA. on sevens. As we have discussed in the past, I know you love it going to practice, and it's the best, but like OTA practices, and you know I put less stock in in practice performance than you do, and I think on certain counts we've both been proven right, but mm-hmm. as far as it goes, when they're not wearing pads at all, like, and they're I, doing no, I, seven on sevens, yeah. like, it's not football. It's not the same thing. Well, like, they're just working on stuff. So, like, I'm, I want to hear about guys. I want to hear about, like, uh, uh, battles and stuff. But personally, like, there's nothing you're going to say to me that's going to, like, sway my opinion on anything. You know what I mean? And, and that's probably a good ground to take to have about it. I would rather take the off-season, uh, the OTA roller coaster, you know, ride. I know. Back, well, it, you know what? This this is I, – I do the exact same thing with Fritz every year. And Fritz is more wrong than you are. But well, obviously, every, yeah. every year with spring training, I'm always like, don't overreact to it. Every yeah. year we see the same thing. Like, this happens every year. And every year he's like, ooh. 
and then he's so, wrong. So, you know. So there'll be a couple of things we'll talk about. We'll talk about Jalen. Uh, I got, I got, of course, as you know, got the stats right here. We'll go as um, expected. Our, our Nakobe Dean bet aside, let me give you my Christian Ellis pitch on what I've seen from him. Okay. Good. Um, so last year, obviously he comes in at the end of the year, becomes, uh, I mean, impact special teams player is probably tough, but he did step in and they had a few games where they were, they were better than they have been throughout the year. So he's definitely going to make the roster as a special teams guy. But what stood out to me about Christian Ellis and seven on sevens is, I mean, he is just making plays and I don't mean this as a outright shot at Nicobe, but Christian Ellis has made t- more eye-opening plays in the two days of OTAs this year than Nicobe made all last training camp. And I'm just using that to emphasize that he is really standing out. He's, he is in a position where he is going to have to do that to get on the field. Nicobe and Nicholas Moreau, they are the starting linebackers unless they lose those jobs. Christian Ellis has to earn his playing time, and he is doing a good job out there. I've been impressed by what I've seen. His interception last week, he jumped a – well, jumped is probably strong. He Marcus Mariota threw a pass, and he jumped up and got it. It wasn't like right to him. But he did, you know, he had to make a nice play. So he caught that last week. Today, he jumps a Jalen Hurts route, uh, picks him off. Now, it's only seven on seven, so it's hard to say. But in seven on seven world, it would have been a pick six. He he was gone down the sideline. <laughs> and then he had, it, it was. And, and then he had a really nice pass breakup on another pass. So while I agree with you that seven on seven in OTAs is not where the team is made, it's not where you, you whatever, like, Making instinctual plays in the passing game, I think, is a positive sign in seven on sevens, especially yeah, but they're for not running the ball. Expect. But they're not no, I know, but I'm ball. saying he's so jumping. No threat. Right. You're just that. waiting for a pass. You're watching eyes, that. like, like the like the Jalen Hurts stats and defensive stats and OTA. Like they just mean like nothing to me. But, but you know? I'm just like, saying, literally making nothing. impressive plays. He is making sure. impressive. Plays. Look, I, I think it makes me more, more sure that he's going to make the roster. Oh, he's and definitely maybe he'll roster. fight for some, some defensive snaps and can earn his way on the field and play better. But look, we've talked about Nicobe. I've said this to you multiple times. I'll continue to <sighs> say it. And, and it goes back to my Jalen hurts corollary, which I was proven correct about at least last training camp. Like, I think there are certain guys who just need to be on a football field in a football game for it to be the yeah, best version of themselves. He could be one like, of those. Nicobe's mm-hmm. whole thing is he's a smart football player, reads the plays, this, that. Like, it's like, this is OTA seven on seven, like just passing drills. Like, it's not, it's not and, football. And I might have to su- just accept the fact that I'm going to be labeled a Nicobe hater. Well, you like, already are. The, the fact right, that you're the, making, you literally, you literally came out of an OTA practice of seven on seven saying, Cruz Nell's going to take Nicobe's job. I'm just I letting you know. I'm I, just, I, but, but, but you understand why, yes, you should be labeled a Nicobe hater. You're probably the Nicobe hater. Yeah, I unfortunately I am because I like Nicobe and I, I do. I'm, I'm rooting for him. I want to do what him to do well. I'm just saying that Christian Ellis is really standing out in these two practices. So in a position where, again, Nicobe has the green dot, I think he is going to be the starting linebacker week one, snap one. There is a lot of uncertainty at that position. So the Nicobe thing aside, I think fans should listen to this and be encouraged by the fact that there is a linebacker out there making really good plays because there is a lot of turnover at that position. 
sure. Look, I think it's more likely that Nicobe Dean's a starter than than Nicholas Morrow is a starter. Is it Morrow or Moreau? You keep saying Moreau. I assumed it was Morrow. Oh, I mean, I could definitely be wrong. Also, okay. I didn't know if he said it or something, and you knew for sure. That's well, why. Interesting asking. side note. I mean, so, trusting you with the pronunciations. Is I was going to say yes, <laughs> exactly. but but interesting side note. Um, Nick Sirianni today was talking about the receivers, and we'll talk about something he said about Quez, but. He talked about Alamade Zacakis, and guess what he called him? Did he call call him Oz or OZ? No, but he called him OZ. OZ, okay, that counts. That counts. We We might have to, yeah, we might have to reconsider. But we said Oz or OZ. I was good with either one. You know. Also, there is a hundred percent chance that he is calling him OZ because he cannot pronounce his name. Oh, I I mean, Sirianni is definitely not a pronounced names guy. He is not like a learn. Yeah, well, I know, will say from a connection standpoint, maybe, but he's definitely I'm sure for that reason. Yeah, but he's you know Nick is not a he's not a um a wordsmith. No, well today, I actually, uh, and he's gotten much better. Like we've talked, I actually think he's really good in press conferences. But he's not like a he's not a vocab guy. He's not no. like an Ivy League speaker. He's not going to blow you away with his vocabulary or his pronunciations. And look, but, you know, if you listen to what he's saying. It's pretty wise usually. And honestly, I will I will never blow people away with my pronunciation or vocabulary. So <laughs> it was funny today in the Nick Sirianni press conference before practice, he was asked about how Sean Desai said he wants the defense to have like a, a palpable feeling of the offense being afraid of them in the stadium. Did he and say he what's asked, palpable mean? He did. He oh, said no. what's palpable mean. Yeah. And at first people were just kind of like, uh, you know, like, oh, that's and funny. He's like, seriously? Yeah, so I do think he probably knew. I think palpable is a word you hear enough. Most people know the word palpable. But it was a uh, and he he also brought up um again how uh you know people made fun of him of him in that introductory press conference. Mm. He kind of took a little bit of a victory lap because he was talking about like things they stress and he was like, We want to be physical, but we also want to be smart. And he's like, smart. you know. Yeah, he's like everyone made fun of me in that uh, in that introductory press conference about smart. You know, doesn't look so so bad now, does it? So it was a little bit of a well, a little bit. I, of I a, love that. You know, I do too. I, think, I do too. It go, it's something we've talked about with Nick a ton, and we we love his the the teaching and the connectivity and the culture building the most about him. But you know, we also love his competitiveness. We've yeah. talked about that, like, and that is such a sign of it. It's you know, everyone talks about Tom Brady, you know, and the people who were drafted before him, and all that kind of a Amon St. Brown last year. That video going around, I mean, Nick could name all the receivers drafted before him, like all oh, that stuff. Like, same idea right here. Like, this is Nick Sirianni remembering that moment, yeah. remembering and and saying like, all right. Look at me now, like the competitive flair coming out, and I love it. I love he deserves so, it, you know. And you got to keep winning, but he deserves it. I have a, a unrelated question, but I I've been thinking about it, and it's related to Nick. It's just not related to practice. But I want to ask fine. you. Let's roll. You with can it. either give your answer or think about it. Oh, I In like fact, that. Didn't I ask you a question at the end of the last pod to think about? You did. Let me what think about it? what it was. That's this is the this is the most us thing. I know. Of all We'd have to maybe go back and listen. Yes. But this is as right, so us maybe as don't it think gets about right this here. one. Maybe just give your answer. <laughs> I'm gonna give you my answer. Yeah. So, all right. I will preface this by saying, you know, and you can vouch for this, not just on the pod. There is no bigger supporter in Philadelphia than me when it comes to Nick Sirianni's personality. I no say doubt. all the time. He's got the charismatic. In fact, I told people at the station that questioned him early on. I'm like, tell I'm telling you when you are in the room with him, it is different. You always have, but but I'm curious. Do you think Nick's personality 
is a strength or a weakness coming off of the Super Bowl loss. And let me kind of provide. Yeah, what, what do you opinion. mean? Yeah, a little okay, kind of. So I think a strength for sure is he understands how people feel about it. He will, I think he's like ready to handle, you know, the player's emotion of it. Um, I think he's a really good coach. So in that regard, all that. But I do wonder from a negative perspective, just like, do you think it's something that for somebody that's so competitive and so emotional and has to get over it, right? He has to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've just been something I've been thinking about. I don't know if it's, if I believe it, it, but. I I think it's a really interesting point. I think that he, because he's a uh, NFL coach and has been for a while and you know that, I think the NFL is really good and players are really good at kind of, you know, to quote Jalen flush in it, you know, and, and yeah. moving on. I think Nick, it's going to be there. I think it's motivation for him. I think he's going to think about it. I think he's more likely to let it influence him in a negative way than someone like Jalen is because Jalen is so mm-hmm. cool, calm and collected. Whereas with Jalen, you know, it's just motivation and you're not at all worried about um, it kind of, a Paul over or whatever. Look, I don't think so. And I think having Jalen as like his, you know, his guy with the team, like him and Jalen being the the leaders of the clubhouse and their, their locker room in their, in their, you know, two respective spots. Yeah. I think that, that it balances him too, you know, as we saw in the Super Bowl, like when he was doing the thing and Jalen's like, yo coach, chill out, chill out. You know, I think they have that a little bit. I think I don't think it will, but I think it's something interesting to bring up because I do think that he is the type of, look, if it were me, it would it would influence me. I wouldn't be able but to. But I over think yet, you're a lot you know? like them. That's why. That's I'm why. Saying, I, that's why right, I said it. Yeah. yeah. I think because of his experience and his time in the NFL for as long as it's been, he's probably gotten much better at that than I would be right now at it. But look, there's the biggest loss of his life without a doubt yeah. on the biggest stage. So yeah, it's something to monitor. And and I do think there is probably a strength in a way of allowing it to hurt you a little, right? Like I know when when there's something in my life that I'm like upset about or whatever there'll be like, I'll just sometimes just let myself think about it instead of all day being like, don't think about it. Don't think of, you know, I think there's a, there is a, a, a healthy part. Of, of course. Staying. Cathartic and all that. Yes. Like the Super Bowl loss, I'm sure really, 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 really hurt them, obviously. And I think that it's going to be impossible not to think about all season. I just wonder with someone like Nick, that is so emotional. I hope he's handling it the right way. No, and, and look, yeah. it's it's a really Elliot. It's a really interesting thought. I I don't disagree that it's something to think about with him. It's certainly possible. Yeah. I, I don't think it will, but it's certainly possible with him. Yeah. Well, that's the end of the interesting thought. It was interesting though, and I appreciate it. Had it. it you know, it ran its course. I think uh, you know it was, it was yeah. yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, yeah, out something to think about, and if you can remember, yeah. what was um, that? Oh yeah, what? chat. Anyone in the chat? If you could think of what we talked about yeah. at the end of the last pod, that'd be very helpful. Um, oh, day. well, I'll, I'll keep thinking about it before we let's get, I want to get to the players in the field and the position battles and Quez and all that stuff. But, but quickly, since we were on Sirianni, just before we move off, did he, was there anything else? Cause uh, that's the other thing. We won't hear Nick speak for like six weeks or whatever yeah. too. Right. Um, was there anything else interesting from, well, from his like, you know, post OTA's press conference? Funny, funny thing. I noticed coming off our discussion, he did have on a Super Bowl visor. So that was a little interesting. Mm, that is Eagle, interesting. Eagles logo and then a Super Bowl visor. My yeah. guess is he just grabbed it out of his office and put it. I on, agree. But, but still, I, I hope I don't want to see that Super Bowl. I would Bowl make a, I think he should make a conscious effort to make sure he does not have Super Bowl paraphernalia. Well, yeah, yeah. no doubt. And remember, obviously they want it, but we all remember the Malcolm Jenkins. Doug yeah. Peterson having it up in the locker room and yeah. tearing it down and the whole thing. So, um, so he was asked 
uh, well, first he said his message to the players was coming in the best shape of your life and don't make it on the news, which I'm guessing every player in every team. Good advice. Good yeah. advice. Um, but Unless, you know, you know, you like save someone from drowning or right. something. Then that's fine. You can be on the news like, there. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. fine. Yeah. Um, speaking of in the news, actually, have you seen the Jalen Hurts commercial? For so I, I saw I saw an ESPN tweet that it was happening, but I haven't seen the actual yeah. commercial. You talk about the Tiana Taylor commercial? Yeah, yeah. So I watched it today, and dude, I think he's the coolest athlete we've yeah. had. Well, that, dude, that was so, Elliot. That was my exact thought when I saw the tweet. I saw the tweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, since Iverson, yeah, I saw the pictures uh, in the tweet, and I was like, "How did we get the cool guy?" Right. Like, well, how what's do, funny is how do we get the cool? We never, we've never had the cool guy. At the like Eagles quarterback, oh, never yeah, been, been a cool very guy. long time. Like McNabb, <laughs> great quarterback, not like super somehow, cool. Bradford, he, not cool. Yeah, well, somehow, oh, yeah. So I was about to say, somehow, even though he's like the kind of gawky, like awkward right. human, Nick Foles easily the coolest of that group. Like easily, yeah. And James um, is a hundred times cool. But in the so in the commercial, I tweeted it for those that want to see it. You could also just look up probably like Tiana Taylor, Jordan, Jalen Hurts. He's just like. Swag. I honestly think he could have a career as playing like the suave, cool actor guy. Mm -hmm. Like he's very, uh, like him suave, and Tiana cool Taylor. Actor I'm, guy. You have to watch it. Like the like Tiana, him and Tiana Taylor have a few scenes where they're like, you know, like flirting for lack of a better term. And he's he's pretty suave. Like he's <laughs> I, I I was very surprised. Like they're they're sitting on a stoop that kind of reminds me of the stoop from Carrie's apartment in Sex in the City. And like it's just it it was very good. I would highly, yeah. I would highly recommend I, it. He has a scene where he has like this like king outfit on. Well, was, that's what I saw in the thing. It looked cool as hell. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I, I mean, that's the thing. Like, um, Jody Cameron on the morning show and really on the midday show more than the morning show talked about speaking as suave. Right. Yeah. yeah. He didn't think that Jalen was going to be like super popular in terms of. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Right, and it was like, oh, he doesn't have personality. I'm like, bro, you don't get it. Like, he is the coolest. <laughs> Yeah, been dude you've ever seen. I'm like, yep. he'll be fine. Like, you yeah, know, like and the, he will be. The one earring, yeah, it was. Yeah, he will be very good. But yeah. what's funny is, so Jason Kelsey, who does not follow me on Twitter, quote tweeted it, me saying that he was the coolest athlete in you know whatever, and he put a a gif, and it was from that movie that I'm sure you would know that I don't know. Like, hold on, let me look it up. Hold on, it's like something about the desert, and that guy has like a Jason hat Kelsey. on and glasses. Hold on. Um, Let me go to Jason Kelsey's Twitter. Wild, it's not like Wild Times or whatever. It's update. Like, Jason Kelsey does not follow me either. So he follows one person. And it's Travis okay. Kelsey. Yeah. Oh, there's one. Okay, so that's fine then. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I obviously know what this movie is. What was your guess? Now that I know what the movie so is, so I know it's not Wild Times at Richmond High, <laughs> and I know it's not. Pulp <laughs> that is also not the name of that movie, right? And I know it's not Fast Pulp Times. Fiction. Fast Times at Richmond. Fast Times, right? And I know it's not Pulp Fiction. I can see the cover. Doesn't the cover have a guy with a bucket hat and sunglasses and it's like kind of wavy? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I, I haven't seen the cover. Right, well, I think so. so what if I said to you, the dude? No, nah, it means nothing. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, it means Everyone nothing. Listener, it's the Big Lebowski. That's that is, it. That's what yeah, I was thinking. That is yeah. the dude it, it's from in Big Vegas, Lebowski. Isn't it? Or Nevada or something like that, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I believe it's in Nevada. I don't remember. I've seen it. So, I haven't seen it. I need to go back and watch it. It's hilarious. We're way off off topic here. But um, As but usual. That's good. This is, what, this is get, get ready for the next six weeks, guys. But, yes. Um, yes. yes. So uh, Jason Kelsey quote tweeted my tweet and put a, a gif from that movie. And it's like, well, that's one person's opinion. It's like, all right. I, I respect that. I respect yeah. that.
I mean, it is true though, Jason. Kelsey's very cool. He's for sure very cool. He's cooler than that. I love you, Jason. And you are cool. Jason Kelsey it's is just cool, a different kind of cool. Cool AF, as they say. Yeah. But I mean, Jalen is like he's smooth. I mean, Jalen's the coolest. Man. Yeah, this exactly. It yeah. Jalen might be the coolest person in the NFL. Like it's him or Burrow. Like those are the I two mean, coolest people. I agree with that. You could also argue that Jalen's outside of working hard has probably gotten as far as he has in life because of like his leadership, which is part of being cool. You're damn right. You're damn so, right. So anyway, he's up to practice today. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about it. All right. Yeah. So you tweeted it out. I did. You know, yeah. Six and 12. To, you yeah, did. So he was, <laughs> you're like, no, I did. I know. You I did. did. I did. I didn't want to tweet it out. Yeah. So, got, so know, should we just go bullied. inside baseball here? Yeah. We'll Jack Fritz baseball. bullied him. Jack bullied Fritz him. just flat out bullied. Elliot was like, I don't want to tweet this out. I don't have the heart to do it. Yeah. And Jack, like, Jack was basically like, basically just ear muscle one, two, three, just like shit on Elliot as hard. Yeah. As like you got to do it. He was and like, look, this like, is why iron sharpens iron. If you don't, this is why iron sharpens iron. Right. This is, this is, this is why we make everybody at the station great. Um, so I did think you had a great line. He's like, after you tweeted out, Jack gave you crap for giving him a C. He's like, oh, only a C. And you're like, were you at practice, dude? Like, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Jack wanted me to give him less than a C. I'll put it that yes, way. Um, exactly. So, all right. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was 6 of 12, one touchdown, two interceptions. Um, the two interceptions, one was by Christian Ellis that we already talked about. The other you, one was- Superstar Christian Ellis. Yes, exactly. Future Nicobe Dean uh, started. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian Foles over here. But um, all right. So the other interception I thought was good coverage, but I also did think the ball was a little bit underthrown. Um, and then outside of that, just like wasn't a super sharp day for him. It is what it is. You know, I like I don't think it means anything. You I don't know where we is, stand. I don't you think it agree. is reason to be concerned. But as much I as you love the practice stats, and for other stuff, you will you will harp on it and it will inform right. you we we've agreed that jalen hurts is just i mean unless he looks he's like good like he's in, better in, he's better in games than practice it's well, just and it is. i we think that that aside right if i went to see tom brady have a practice and i know comparing him to brady is whatever but the point i'm making is when you've reached a certain level as a player the reaction to your poor practice is just different and last year when jalen you know had bad practices in training camp not as a whole but on the days that he did the reaction was, uh-oh, you know, maybe he's not that good. Jalen has afforded the right to have a, a not a good day of practice. And yep. that doesn't mean he's bad. It doesn't mean he's going to – I'm just saying he wasn't good today. And so, like, you know, he had a pass to Goddard, a little short completion. He had a pass to OZ deep that I thought was not a great throw. Um, a pass to Jack Stoll that Chris Nellis broke up that I thought was probably not a great pass. So the interceptions, he had the interception, then he had a check down, then he had another interception – and then he had his deep touchdown to Devonte. So it was a it was a wild second seven on seven series for uh for for Mr. Suave Jalen. But the, all the, I heard the, was deep touchdown to Devonte. That was all I heard. Well, there. I will say the Devonte touchdown, perfect throw right in stride. He was definitely wide open because of a busted coverage, but he found him and he hit him. Uh, then the last part of practice, the last four throws, he was two out of two. So six out of twelve, one touchdown, two interceptions. He finishes the two days I got to watch him at 13 of 23, one touchdown, two interceptions. So overall, um, again, not sharp today, but AJ Brown wasn't there. You know, that's a small part of it. It was just seven on sevens. Yeah. It was also no the last, pads. Day of it was the not last thing of practice. Yeah. Um, that too. That too. So that's why I gave him a C. I think, you mm. know, if this was, 
day one of training camp or something like that, I would probably be a little harsher on him. But I think last day of OTAs, you know, you're in the bubble because it's not outside because of the smog or whatever. Just was kind of a chill practice. But his stats are what they are. The numbers are what they are. <laughs> you just got to keep calling. The, like the yellow notepad doesn't lie, as yeah, many said yeah. in uh, Philly sports for a long time. Yeah, I'm excited for him to win MVP this year. I think it's going to be thrilling. I am yeah. so all in on this guy. Honestly, I think he's going to be better. I think he's going to take a step forward. I Look, the reason I was in on him before and when a lot of people, and you were too, like the funny thing is, is you kind of got a lot of crap for like, you know, you know, not ripping him, but being a little right. on him in training camp. But you were still way more in on Hurts than a lot of people sure. in this yeah. city were, certainly media people. And I was outflanking you with that. But the reason I always said to you, I was always like, don't bet against this dude. Just yeah. don't bet against him. Like whatever he's got in his body, whatever 100% of his football playing mind, whatever leadership ability is, you're going to get that from him. And I think there's more in there. So, yeah. um, all right, let's get some of the other stuff you saw. Actually, first, you know, well, I was going to say, I do have something I want to tell you really quick. Ooh. Um, oh, really quick. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, before we get into the other stuff. So like, I think, you know, what's coming. I think you do know, because if you look the heat, right. The humidity that are two things that we've been texting about the high energy bills, you know where I'm going with this, man. Your AC, James, your poor AC. I know it's That's in overdrive right. right now. And right now, especially, I was actually thinking about this with the smog. What a what a time to be a window. Like, talk about, like, important times in people's life. Like, the the window is an important thing right now because you have to have good windows. You have to make sure they're they're firmly, you know, like, in there. They're not letting anything leak out. And the only way you can make sure you have those is window nation. You already know window nation is a, is a, is a family member of the pod. We are friends with the window nation people. They were listeners for a long time and they are people we are happy to have to send, to send you to them because we know they do a great job and we know them personally and they listen to the pod. They're an auto downloader and a real one. So right now with the summer, you want to have good windows with the smog. You want to have good windows. And how do you do that? You do you call Window Nation and you do 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com, get two free windows for every two you purchase with no money down, no payments, and no interest payments for two full years. That's Window Nation, 866-90-NATION or windownation.com. And tell them you heard about it on GoBirds. That's right. Like you, next time there's wildfires somewhere near us, and there's inevitably yeah. going to be smog here again because this is going to happen again because the world's falling apart. We all know that. Yikes! Like you want to be ready for it, right? You want to have your windows in shape, ready to. Yeah, the world's falling apart. We all know it. That's actually <laughs> good thing. Um, yeah. but seriously, I mean, it, it really felt like it was falling apart here the last couple of days. All right, oh, buddy. It was wild. Yeah. Yeah, like you see pictures from New York, it's like freaking, you know, it's like uh, uh, the Tatooine or something. I know I you know. don't get that reference. Well, but... no, that's Star Wars. I get that. Oh, yeah. wow. I collected Star Wars figures. Wow. I I, wow. But I'm sorry. That made me really, yeah. my heart is warm knowing that. I, do, I did think it was like Tatooine or whatever. But... It's Tatooine. Yeah. But I know what you're talking about. I'm impressed. No that was deal. really good. And Thank and you. like I said last time, the beautiful thing, you get these windows. The next time there's fires and you're all have to stay inside. You don't want that smog getting in your house. You want to have clean air. There's rain. There's weather. It's beautiful. Then you save all this money doing it. Bang! You take it. You plop it right down with the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app. And you make some more money. You turn your money into more money. It's, it's a the beautiful best way thing. to make money. There's no better way to do it than with the Bet Park Sports and Casino app. The app is fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. And you can bet on everything. You can bet on the basketball finals right now, though Elliot doesn't want to talk about it because he's I didn't very, know what's very going upset. on. 
Are yeah, they sure. I'm just, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm just uh-huh. ready for this stupid uh-huh. series to be over so that the interesting uh-huh. stuff can happen. <laughs> Not psyched about it. You know who it yeah. is? People who've been betting on Denver. Thank yeah. you very much for making me some money. Best player in the world, Nikola Jokic. Only in the Denver way, Nuggets. Yes, uh, yes. An acceptable yes. way to root for he who shall not be named. It's been great. It's been great. And you can keep winning money. You can also bet on baseball. You can bet on player performances, home runs, strikeouts, uh, all that stuff. Player points, rebounds in basketball. Plus, there's hockey. There's soccer. There's MMA. There's all this good stuff to bet on. And you can do it with the bet parks. Sportsbook Casino app. And here's the deal. All new users, if you bet $10, you get $125 in Sportsbook bonus. If your first bet is a winner, it's an amazing deal. Betparks.com has all the terms and conditions. New users and winning bets only. Sports bonus must be wagered. One C website for details. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLING. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right. How about it? Um, so wait, one more deal and quick point. Um, we do talk a lot about a lot. We do talk a lot Ooh. about his leadership. Tongue tied. Um, and so on today, like I said, it was the last day. A lot of people were not there. The almost the entire starting offensive line wasn't there. Slay wasn't there. Bradbury wasn't there. Uh, Reddick not there. Um, Red, but, so Reddick was not there the whole time. Yes. From my understanding, I don't believe he was there. I didn't okay. see him at those two days. I, I didn't talk. Yes. But yeah, yeah. Um, so what I was gonna say though was I know the quarterback's supposed to be there. And I get we knew Jalen was going to be there. But I do think in a practice where the large majority of players there are competing for roster spots, you're trying to build a post-Super Bowl culture with these new guys that are on the team. I really think it matters that Jalen was there. 
I just wanted to give him props for that because I agree with you. It's because a great again, point. I know, like I'm sure the quarterbacks are, but remember, Aaron Rodgers didn't go when he was in Green Bay. I, 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 I think this is a prime example of where Jalen's leadership matters and just who he is really matters. Yeah, I totally agree. And the funny thing about Jalen is. I never even considered the idea that he wouldn't right. be there. I feel like if they feel like, oh, we're adding extra practice days, come if you want, he'd be there. Like it just, it feels like he would be there every be single there. day. I think if he would let him practice. If they held organized team activities from now until training camp, I genuinely think, barring a family emergency, he would be at every <laughs> single one. And that's, I mean, that's awesome, man. It like, matters. Like, yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a dream, man. It's a, we're so lucky to have this kid. All right, let's get to some of the other stuff. That you saw out there today, and particularly as you know, the things that are most interesting to me from these things is getting a, a, a little bit of an insight into what the coaches are thinking, and yeah. I think that's so, most important with these position battles. So, so honestly, not a lot of depth chart stuff today, just yeah. to be completely honest. Like, guys yeah. were missing, like, so, but here were two things I would say my, my last two takeaways from practice. Okay, be, good. One, Derek Barnett was there, and just kind oh, of wow. shocking to the see the forgotten him. eagle. Yeah, exactly. Like, has there been a more honestly, like especially when he, I mean, like Derek Barnett picked up the Tom Brady fumble after Brandon Graham knocked it out in the Super Bowl. Like Derek Barnett, yeah, like was the guy who fell all and granted came right to him all, but like he is a, a a part of the biggest play in the history of the franchise, arguably, and like. Just forgotten. I forgot he was an eagle man, and not just forgotten. Like, I would say people don't like him. Remember? Well, that that's yeah. for damn sure. You know, like for the penalties, sure. the jumping. No question. It's always him. It's always him. Yeah, it's always him. Exactly. So he was there today, still recovering from a torn ACL. I would assume because he wasn't practicing. Keely Ringo also not practicing for what it's worth. Um, he's not under contract yet, but he did practice last week. So just uh, something to keep an eye on. I can't imagine mm -hmm. this is something in training camp, but just keep something to, to keep an eye on. If you want to worry yourself at night over keeping <laughs> um, Derek Barnett didn't practice, but the Barnett thing's kind of interesting because, you know, they have a top four that are locked in, obviously Reddick, sweat, Smith and Graham in whatever order they're going to do it. Those four probably are Graham ahead of Smith, but that's probably to start, right. yeah, Smith, to so. start and then Smith potentially yes. moving past. So those four are going to be the guys. And then obviously Graham, I mean, uh, Burnett doesn't play inside a tackle very much, but I don't know. I mean, Graham as a fifth defensive end, if he's the same player, he's always Barnett, been. Barnett. You said Graham Barnett. Yes. Barnett as the fifth defensive end. If he's the same guy he was before the injury, that's a really, really good fifth defensive end. Barnett is not good enough to be a starter right now in the NFL, but as your third or fourth guy, he does create pressure. He will have boneheaded plays for sure. But as your fifth guy, if he can be healthy, I don't know, just something to consider. I didn't even, yeah. I hadn't even thought of him for a roster spot. He's but. pretty good against the run too. I, yeah. I, I think that's actually a really good point. Look, it's if he's your fifth guy, to your point, for a rotational guy who's going to play maybe fifteen percent of the snaps, ten percent of the yeah. snaps, something like that. Like you could do a lot worse. Agreed. Um, the other thing was so Sirianni before we got off in like the whole tangent on him. Sirianni was asked in his pre-practice press conference. Boom. That uh, <laughs> what player, what player has really stood out for him? And at first he was kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to. And then he was like, you know what? I will say. And he said, Quez Watkins has been a player that of everyone at camp has really stood out so far. I keep saying camp at OTAs. Love but, and he said, you know, he said, people inside the building have always believed in Quez. 
Um, you know, so much to the point that they went and signed a receiver to compete with right. him, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, people in the building believe in Quez, but he said that you can tell Quez knows people are doubting him. And Quez was honest about the fact he took a step back last year. Um, I thought Quez had a first good day when I saw him last time. This time around, there was a pass from Hurts uh, that went his way. I couldn't tell maybe he ran the wrong way or whatever, but it fell incomplete. But Sirianni really gave Quez a lot of praise. And he said how he's handling it is very impressive. How he's looked at practice has been very impressive. So Quez is going to make the team unless they trade him. They're not going to cut Quez. But if you're someone, and I know you're not, but if you're somebody that has reached Aguilar levels with just get him off the team, I don't want to see him. I think they're really going to give him a chance. So Nice. I mean, yeah. look, I... I'm fine with that. I don't. I don't hate Quez the same way a lot of people do. Yeah, I think, I think Quez is likable. Too. I think you could do a lot worse as a third receiver. He just had some really bad moments last year. But look, at, I we'll see. I, I'm um, I'm I'm fine with it. Uh, Sirianni was also asked about DeAndre Hopkins, and he said the obligatory. I love my room. Talked about AJ Devontae, like having leaders in that room. And he said, but of course, Howie's always going to look to upgrade. So. I don't think they're going to yep. sign him, but no, but that's interesting. And it is that. interesting that he's still out there and all that. All right. Um, what was your other takeaway? I thought you had one more takeaway. No. Okay, good. Well, let it, was me ask... it was Quez. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was Quez. Yeah. Okay. Well then let me, uh, I have a question for you. Cause I saw your tweet on this and I don't think I agree with you, but I want to let yeah. you make your case. Uh, speak. We just spoke about Deandre Hopkins. Obviously that was brought up when, when he was released. Pretty high profile release today, Dalvin Cook. Oh, yes. The Vikings. And I saw your okay. tweet. So make okay. the case. Well, well, first of all, like we can dis- we can disagree if Dalvin is better than the running backs on the roster. Frankly, I think it's insane to think anyone on the roster is better or has a better or has had a better career. But I was floored at the reaction to that tweet. People sometimes when I tweet something, I know people are going to be mad about it. This one, I thought people would be. Yes, go get Dalvin Cook. He's really good. I mean, the Eagles running back room, I think, is in a good place right now. We talked about this on the, on the last pod. I think even Trey Sermon is a really good number five uh, running back. I think Swift is a really good, you know, starting type running back. I, I'm, I like all the running backs. Dude, Dalvin Cook has had 60-something touchdowns in his career. He is incredibly explosive after the catch. He is great in the passing game. He stays healthy despite the the perception he doesn't he's played i think 13 plus games each of the last four years so i'm not saying they definitely have to go get him and i understand it would complicate things because if you bring him in who are you cutting Uh, because you're cutting someone more than trey sermon then because you're not carrying five runs no no absolutely not yeah i under like i'm not saying go get him but he is a more better reliable option than rashad penny doesn't mean penny can't outplay him this year if penny stays healthy but if I said to you, James, who do you think is more like if you had to bet a significant amount of money on who will get a thousand yards in this Eagles offense? I think the answer is very clearly Dalvin Cook of anybody on the roster. Yeah, look, I I, I think I agree with that. I think that I I just don't I think Dalvin Cook, the best of Dalvin Cook is behind him. I had him on my fantasy team last year, one of my two teams. Amazing fantasy season for your boy last year. As soon as I stopped, well, generally, carrying, I mean, he's a good player. As soon as I stopped, no, but he was. What I was going to say is that was my one team that he wasn't. He wasn't that great for me, you know. Like, um, but regardless, like if, as soon as I stopped caring about fantasy, I, I have a great year. That's yeah, like, like a man, most, um, right? Uh, most obvious thing, exactly. Like just gamble like a man. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
But I, I was disappointed in him last year on a game to game basis as a fantasy owner of his, and obviously watching more of him because of that and all that. Mm-hmm. But so I, and look, he's going to be 28 in August. He's got a lot of miles on him. So I just, it, I mean, look, it all depends on price. If he wants to come here and play for $2 million, like sure, I'd sign Dalvin Cook. But if it's going to be five to, to seven, I don't think I would. You know, I think well, I would save that money for other options, whether it's the Linval Joseph Sue type thing or those type of moves where, or if a defensive player I can trade for becomes available, but costs a little more. Like I just, I think it's not enough of a need for me. And especially as someone, I know he has to stay healthy, but especially I would say, if you told me both guys will stay healthy all season, I would take Rashad Penny right now. Like I would. That's a major if, and I, I know we do. Oh, it's a, it's a likely Penny, not. But, it's right. a likely not. I'm just using yeah. it to illustrate a point of, of that. I think Penny is, Pound for pound, a a more talented guy right at this moment in their careers. But oh, I look, I, I I definitely think Dalvin Cook is probably a uh, maybe not a. It, they're probably similar in terms of pure talent, just right. uh, ability. But yeah. uh, again, Cook is way more like a sale. He does have a lot more miles on the the tire and stuff. For me, it's just I, I'm not. It's not enough of a concern for me. I'm excited about Swift to see what he brings. I'm excited about Penny if he, uh, you know, if he gets healthy, which I'm not expecting. Well, but let me ask you this. So obviously, if they brought in Cook. You know, they're not going to cut. I, first of all, I don't think they're going to bring in Cook. And it, let's say they gave him one year, seven million, a, a contract you wouldn't like. My guess the cap hit for him will be, you know, a million and a half dollars and you'll stretch that bad boy out. So I don't, I wouldn't consider money when it comes to this, barring him getting some insane deal, which I don't think he's going to get considering nobody traded for him. But like, and I like Boston Scott. But I don't know, man. Like, if Dalvin actually wants to come here and thinks he can regain his value and all that, well, I mean, a trio of him, Swift, and Penny would be not only complementary of each other, but an extremely good running back trio. I mean, and then you have Gainwell too, whatever you want to make of him at this point. Well, so yeah, or Boston. Well, no, I'm saying maybe they, like, if they were. I mean, they, one, they would cut one of the two, is my point. You're just assuming not Boston. I mean. It could like, be. We all, we all they might, they, not, they might cut Boston before Gainwell, though, is my point. I don't think so. I, think but like, would. I don't even think it's a question. I, think, oh, I don't. I, well, they pay Boston more money, like you know. Yeah, but Kenny Gainwell is a third-year rookie. They really like. I, I don't. Yeah, but that means he's getting even, paid in a year. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe I don't think it's a lock. I think they like they really like Boston Scott for the role that he is. But look, I, especially now with Swift, like Swift's your pass catching guy. Like Gainwell is not anymore. You know, it's going to be Swift in those situations. Right. So, I don't know. I, I look. I, I lean no, but I'm also not. I'm also. I'm not like vehemently fighting, patting the table, but I would lean now. And and the last thing I'll say is people will say, well, with DeAndre Hopkins, you didn't want to bring in too much talent because of the touches and all that stuff. And there's a there's some comparisons to that with Dalvin, but there's also the comparison of like, what are we doing here? He, Dalvin is a great is still a very good running back. The Eagles are going to have to win with offense because that's how you win in the NFL. If Dalvin wants to come here, I I mean, it would be hard for me to say no to that. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, uh, let's get to final thoughts. I know you got a radio hit coming up. I and do. All that. Yes. Um, um, I feel like I have a good one. Let me open my... Well, I'll, do you want me to start while you open up? 
because I was yeah. going to talk about numbers. Oh, I have a really good one. Okay, okay good. Because mine's not great. It's more of just a general question and a wonder. So okay. everyone has a everyone has a favorite number, right? I know yours is two. Yes. Mine is thirteen. Emily's. Yeah, I got you, buddy. Yeah, well, people I care about, you know, pay attention. Um, Emily's is four. Like people just have favorite numbers, right? Whether it's tied to your birthday or tied to a whatever, people just yeah. have a favorite number, right? Do you have a, a least favorite number? Like, is there a number that when it comes up, you're like, oh, I hate that. Oh, it's annoying. Because I do. I hate okay. the number 19. I don't know why. I don't know how it happened. Why? But like, if it's like 719, I'll try and not look at the clock till it's 720. Oh, wow. so like, I, I'm like super regard. weird about it. Like, I hate the number 19. Like, I'll, I'll think it's like a bad omen. If I like, I won't stop. If I'm reading my book, I won't stop on the 19th page. I'll go to the 20th. You know, like weird, like, yeah, and it's super dumb, super dumb. And I have no real reason. I don't even know why I don't like 19. I just don't like it. So yeah. like, I wonder how weird that so, is. Okay. I definitely don't have a number. I don't like to that regard. Okay. I good, do good, think, good. I do think a little weird for that little extent. Weird. That extent, yeah. but I do think it would probably be a sports related thing with like a Jersey number. I don't like, like the first sure. number in my head is 43. I don't think 43 looks good on a Jersey right. 37. I don't think it looks good on a Jersey, but I definitely don't have a number where I'm like, Ugh, like don't. Okay. Okay. That's it. I wish I did. I've told you that I'm weird with numbers before. we've no, talked about are, volume on my TV, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Not a All fan right. of 19. Yeah, like 19 volume on the TV, that ain't never happened. Let me tell you that <laughs> hey, much, One thing everybody. about the house. <laughs> I will throw my TV in the trash before it'll I allow be 19 It'll be 18 or it'll be yeah. 20. We ain't I doing actually, I'll be at other people's houses. Like my buddy Tommy, you've watched games with yes. Tommy's before. Yes. Great guy. Tommy's the best. Um, our neighbor, that's why, you know, one of my yes. neighbors. Neighbor and, Tommy. And a good buddy. Neighbor Tommy. Um, and, and like, he'll just, you know, he doesn't care. He clearly has no issues with volume or whatever. He's not weird right. like me. And like, sometimes he'll just leave it on 19 without noticing. And I'll like, wait till he gets up to go to the kitchen. And I'll put it up to 20 or down. Wow, you right? really, it bothers me that much. Yeah. This is like maybe a thing you should. <laughs> I know. It's a, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. All right. Here's mine. So I think one of my least favorite expressions is when people go, oh, I've been a fan of them since I was five. Like, mm -hmm. where, did you have a favorite team before then? Like, <laughs> oh, just, I love it. I agree with you. I agree. You with can you. just say you've been a fan of them your the whole, whole life. life. Just I say it. This. People I, call it WIP all the time and they go, I've been an Eagles fan since I was four years old. Yep. You were not a fan of another team before then. It's not like you were flipping through Fox and debating if you were going to be a Bills fan. You've been a fan your entire life. I, I think the only way you can't say you've been a fan of a team your entire life is if you were in your maybe late you know, set maybe like eight, nine, 10, 13 ish range. And you rooted for someone else there. But even then I think I hate the expression. Just say just, and also no one's going to push you on it. If you call and right. you, I've been a fan of, of this team my entire life. No one's be like, well, like when, you know, how, how are you sure about that? Just say you've been a fan of the team for your entire life. That just, just say it. I, I agree with you. Like, I think to your point, there are exceptions. And like, like if you like, I wouldn't say I've been watching the Eagles for 41 years. I would probably say I've been watching the Eagles for 35 years right. whatever, because right. I know that I yeah. don't remember it, but I would definitely say I've been a fan of the Eagles my whole life. Like yeah. that's how I would phrase it. And there's no question so like, weird without a doubt since I've been two. Like, yeah, well, I'm okay. with you. And I, I appreciate the specificity of like, well, I don't remember prior to four. So I'm just going to say since right. I was four because who knows? But like, come on. Just then you've been a fan your whole life. That's yeah. fine to say. So it was a good take. I Thank you. This. Yeah. Thank it was you. good. I'm, I'm happy how excited you got about that. I had it yeah. written down. It was really worked up about this. <laughs> so. I'm happy. Well, I agree with you. How about that?
Yeah. Good way to end the pod. A little validation. There. Yes. Uh, speaking of good ways to end the pod, how about getting to say we're actually doing a radio show together on Saturday? The rare occurrence. Beautiful thing. Check us out Saturday, one to three parks. Um, and then, you know, we'll, we'll be back and we'll figure out some nonsense to yeah. talk about for the next six weeks. Talk about Christian Ellis and Nicobe for the next. Oh God. The bat, the great Christian Ellis and Kobe yes. debate coming to yes. a, a pod near you. All right. Uh, good to your radio hit. We'll talk soon. Uh, we'll check us out on Saturday until then. Use that. Jim.